Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Martini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show is coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pacho. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Thank you so much for tuning us in and turning us on. Uh, this is, for those of you that are listening, uh, Benny and I are going to do what Benny calls a throwback. And we're going to be sharing with you some of the highlights of being at this time spot for 20 years. It is not possible for me to actually even tried to do it in the hour that we have but it really is for for me and I know Benny it is for you um it is just 20 years of gratitude and appreciation for all of you and many of you know the show is the Dr. Pat show you also hear us talk about transformation talk radio but before it was any of that it was called crust busting your way to an awesome life And I did my best to pull some clips. I pulled one in particular that um, I'm hoping we get to play in the second half. And I just want to say for those of you on Facebook uh, and anybody that's monitoring the show, at the time that this clip was made, we did have permission to use clocks. Now, things have changed. But Benny, we're looking back, right? We're looking back and we're looking at like crust busting your way to an awesome life. I even went back and I listened to some of the older shows we did. And I actually have a clip from Wayne Dyer too, um, Dr. Wayne Dyer. I, I Remember back in the day, the quality, the sound quality of things. Can oh. you even reflect on that a little bit? Because did we like use old school phones and stuff? Well, we use phones, yes, but old school phones. I mean, yeah. They were so old school. Sa- sound, sound was a lot different anymore. then, yes. They don't have anymore. So I, I had this clip of Wayne Dyer. I haven't uploaded it yet to you. But I was, first of all, I was struck. And, and many of you have heard me ask, what is my signature question? And that is asking people, what are, chal- what are some of the challenges and obstacles you've had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? And I'm actually going to answer that question for myself today. Because when I think back on, (laughs) I pulled a clip from 2003, Benny, like I was actually in the studio with you. I'm going to upload it in a minute. And it was from one of our open mic shows. And people have always asked me the question, what's changed? Have I changed? Now, I just got to tell everybody, if you start to do a show in 2003, and you're not even sure what you're doing, you're not even sure what you even signed up for. The things that make it easier are having a producer like Benny Mathers. That out of the gate is was the game changer for me. And I don't even know if you know this, Benny, but I'm just going to tell it anyway. Once upon a time, I'm in the 10 o'clock spot on AM 1150 KKNW, and now you all are hearing me on Transformation Talk Radio. So, I mean, you're, you're hearing the story. And I, and I, got, on the sh- I got on the network, and here we are, cross-busting your way to an awesome life. It was not my first uh, show, and it was not my first network, Voice America was. And I must give a shout-out to Tacey Trump. The reason... The two primary reasons I stayed with both Voice America and KKNW at the time had to do with my two producers, Tacey Trump and Benny Mathers. Now, how do you know that? How can I prove it? Well, here's an example. I remember Eric, it was either Eric Cream or John, I can't remember, saying to me, we're thinking about changing things a little bit. And I think, Benny, this was at the time I picked up the 10 o'clock spot. I can't, can't remember because for almost like over 15 years, maybe even longer, 
we've had both the 10 a.m. Um, and the 11 a.m. So 10 to noon, Monday through Friday, right in this spot. And I remember one of them approached me and said, we think we're going to change producers because we're changing our schedule. And I said, no, you're not. <laughs> I said something like that. I was like, no, no, I'm a little crusty over that. We're not going to do that. <laughs> and, and, and they're like, well, we have to make changes. Da, 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 da. No, no, no. I said, no. I mean, you could go ahead and do what you want to do. And I said, it's nothing personal about other producers because producers are great. But I, I love doing this with Benny. And you're going to hear a clip as soon as I can upload it and get it to Benny, um, which talks about why that is. Now, if you ever think about, I just want to say it to everybody. If you think about what is it that you can relate to so wonderfully that when somebody says to you, right, like the big producer people, like when, when the big producer people and they say, oh, I got to change schedule, got to change schedule, right? Uh, uh, and, and you're like, no, 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 not changing the schedule. I have to tell you, this is why you've heard me say, and Benny, I've said this a million times to people. When I showed up to do this, I didn't know what I don't know. I didn't know, but I knew that it was perfect. Did I know it would turn out? I honestly didn't know it would last more than 20 minutes, let alone 20 years. Now, here's what I want to say to you guys. We still will be doing the Dr. Pat show at 10 and 11. And we'll, we'll give you the schedule definitely at 11 on transformationtalkradio.com. We're moving our presence here from on KKNW to the 7 a.m. Monday and 7 a.m. Wednesday. So it's not like we're going completely into oblivion, but it's a change that was important for me to make. And, and I want to tell you why. What's happened for all of us is we are really all being called. You know, we are being called. How can we continue to create a better world? How can we do more? And I got to tell you, as listeners, you have made it very clear to us and also our hosts and our co-hosts, our clients, the people that are hosting on Transformation Talk Radio, and even the people on KKNW, when you talk to anybody, they are asking that we do some additional things to make sure we're connecting with all of you. And so what's so fun about this is I look back, Benny, and I started to listen to some of the old clips and I started to go back to, you know, the entire energy of crust busting your way to an awesome life. And when we come back from break, we're going to play a clip. I hope I gave Benny the right clip just to give you a little bit of a flavor, just to give you a little bit of a flavor. And so my signature question is, was this, and you're going to hear a clip from Wayne Dyer about it as well. Now, these clips go back. But when you come on and you start to ask every guest that you've ever had on the show, any host you've ever interviewed, and you, you, you give an introduction, and then you say to them, fantastic introduction on who you are, right? I want to know what challenges and obstacles you've had to overcome to bring you to this very moment. What happens to a show is it allows you all and us to show you that no matter how many best-selling books people have, it doesn't matter how many things they do, everybody's got crust. And what you do with that and how you overcome it creates your legacy. You go from despair to destiny. You really look at how you can eradicate, erase, dismiss, neutralize all of the things that are holding you back. And when Benny and I first started this, yeah, it was kind of like you go into a studio, you get behind a fantastic mic. Um, you, you, if you're me, you really don't know what you're doing. So you bring in binders of research and information that you've done uh, on every show. And here's what I learned about it. Obstacle number one for me that I had to overcome was the fact that I didn't believe 
that I was talented enough, nor did I believe I had the right to be able to communicate with all of you, the best audience in the world. So today, as I answered the question for myself, what challenges, obstacles did I have to overcome to bring me to this very moment? There were many. They will continue to be. But the thing I want to say to you before we go to break is it didn't matter what they were. It didn't matter that you fumble, you stumble, you work with people as closely as Benny and I have worked together. We have had our ups, our downs, our sideways, and I still gave him my goldfish. But in any event, what are you all willing to shift and change? The other thing I want to do today, I'm not sure how many folks are listening today. I don't know if you even knew this would be my last show in this time spot, the Dr. Pat show. I want to open up the phone lines for an open mic. We will take as many calls as we can. Uh, we'll take your Facebook comments. If there's anybody out there that wants to chime in and comment on the show or anything you want to comment on, please do. 1-800-930-2819. When we come back, Benny will be playing, I hope, an open mic clip from, I think, a show from 2004 or something. And you'll get a sense of why cross-busting works, but even more importantly, how you can create your own destiny. Now, for, for me personally, it was one of the toughest decisions I've ever made to do this. And yet at the same time, it is one of the most important things I can do to even be of more service to all of you. Benny, let's take a short break, everybody. We'll be right back. There isn't a magic pill to creating your healthy lifestyle, yet it doesn't have to be hard or feel impossible. Health works from the inside out, connecting both your body and your mind. Georgette LePage lives and breathes what she teaches, so allow her to be living proof of what can work for you. Connect with her now for a free 30-minute discovery session to see what results you are looking for and how she can help you get them. Visit GeorgetteLePage.com. What if you could enter a sacred vortex of love and beauty infused with the power of the earth and ascended masters? Join myself, Dr. Georgia Herrera and Dr. Sharon Martin, and, and the, the Sacred, sacred Magic, Magic Show. Show. Bring in the mystical and sacred for healing, airing every third Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. You too can have your health and life challenges melt away. Join now and feel your heart open up to the answers to your most important questions. Our ability to align with our true highest self and create freedom and prosperity is infinite. Take the journey back to me, a guided journey back to your true self in 40 days with me, Freedom Coach and Oracle Gina Gale Gray. Move from overwhelm to balance, composure, and vitality. Restore connection and compassion. Open your heart and tap into your limitless power within your soul. Begin your journey at AnywhereMindBodySoul.com. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today. Or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com, and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Did you know that when we talk about the Earth's ecosystems, the most important ecosystem has been left out? You, we created the ecosystem approach to recapture human potential. Find us at theecosystemapproach.org. Join us every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time for the Ecosystem Approach Show with Jason and Patricia on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome Welcome back. Is everybody here? Welcome back. 
Uh, thank you all for tuning us in and turning us on. Again, you're welcome to call into the show, 1-800-930-2819. Um, I was saying before the break, Benny, that this was one of the most difficult decisions that I've made, uh, you know, period, career-wise or otherwise. And it was really important for us to really do things in a way that supported our listeners more than you can imagine. I will tell you a couple of things for those of you that are KKNW AM 1150 listeners. We are doing our best to work with Eric and the team if, in fact, the opportunity should arise so that we can have that 7 a.m. spot from 7 a.m. at least Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Right now, on Monday, you're going to be able to hear us right here at 7 a.m. Uh, I will be doing a show at 7 a.m. on Monday and then again on Wednesday. Uh, I will also continue to do shows at 11 a.m. Uh, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Uh, this is really one of these shows where things have changed. But I think, Benny, you have a throwback to one of the, I got to say, one of the earlier shows I did. And I think we were all in the studio. And I think Linda was in the studio. We're not going to hear her in this clip. But it's an introductory clip where I'm talking about crust. I wonder if we have that, if we could play it. Views expressed on the following program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. This is your alternative talk station, KKNW Seattle. Buongiorno, everybody. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. Italian, eh? uh, well, okay, this is really crust busting your way to an awesome life with me, Dr. Papasilli, and producer Benny Mathers. Oh, there we go. And we, we have on the line. Not no, on the line. line. We have on the other <laughs> seat over here. We have on the seat here the amazing Linda. She's very shy. She is very shy, but not it's really. It's funny to stuff a microphone in her face like this. Yeah. We, we, you know, put the microphone there because we have some questions for Linda today on a topic that oh, no. was oh, very, yeah. very uh, near and dear to us. Um, but first, let's do this. Today is... Tuesday. Terrific Tuesday. Yesterday was Monday. Monday. And yes, and each day here on what? Well, wait a minute. Let's talk about crust for a minute because this is an interesting question. I was asked about crust busting today. Okay. Um, what exactly is this crust busting thing? Well, you've got to start the conversation around the the question: What is crust? And for those of you that have heard this, crust is anything you think, feel, or believe that is getting in the way of you having absolutely everything that you want in this life. All of the good you can even imagine. And then when you can't imagine the abundance of the universe, we just get rid of the crust so that you can. And so that's what we do on this show. Uh, me, my guests, and our amazing listener group out there. We have the best listeners anywhere, and our guests say that, and I say that, and I have to just say again, you are absolutely phenomenal and courageous. Mm -hmm. So, so Benny, that was one of the clips. That was a throwback, mm -hmm. right? That's one of the things. So what I wanted to say to everybody I don't know why is, we went Italian right off the bat. That was bizarre. I, you know, I don't know. I tried to find out really why we did it, and I think we were maybe have come off, maybe we were coming off like maybe the show we did with Uncle Ralph. Could have been. I, I, I know, know we did have know. some Italian programming earlier some that programming. year, yeah. and maybe yeah. we were just feeling it that that day. I don't know. I don't know. It's possible. I don't know. But you know what I loved about it? It, it didn't matter, right? No. I mean, so what I'm trying to say is on any given day, it was going to go any different way. And and we have a clip we want to play for you. And I want to get, let's give people a little bit of information about this clip. On any given day, it could go any any given way. And so what I did back in the day, Benny and I used to have open mic days. And then there would be some days where we'd, we'd bring different people in, right? Once upon a time, we brought in a local poet, a poet that did know it. And when we brought her in, and I got to tell you, you want to talk about the obstacles. I, have, I had to overcome this obstacles because what you're about to hear now, I look, came in, she was in, in the studio, Benny, had this great book and we're reading poems from her book, right? Beautiful. They were great. But there was this one poem that was called Poe as a Hope. 
And of course, I'm going through the book, Benny, right? And out of all the poems that I could pick, we did that one. And somehow we got from reading the poem to breaking it out into <laughs> rap song. This is the world of crust busting. Now, it took me a really long time. And, you know, the guest wasn't offended by it, Benny, remember? But even after I did it, I was like, what just happened? Do we have that clip we can play, Benny? I do. I researched it, found it. I can't, <laughs> I don't have the exact date or time when that's we did okay. it or the poet's name. I, unfortunately, I didn't describe uh, that. So, okay, that's okay. Here we go. Let's do it. All right. Oh, yeah. I'm as Poe as a hoe. Poe as a hoe. I've never been so low. I'm as Poe as a hoe. Poe as a hoe. I better find some dough. I'm so funny. Not having any money. Can't pay the bills. Gotta do without the frills. I just got laid low till I can get some old money in my hands. Then I can make, make, make some plans. Chill and be mellow. But till then, I gotta go with, with the flow. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm as Poe. I'm as Poe. As a hoe, Poe is a hoe, Poe is a hoe. I'm as Poe as a hoe. Yeah! <laughs> the first rap ever done on KKNW to Poe is a hoe. This is my, this is my, this verse is my favorite. Can we do it? Or we still yeah. roll? Yeah. It sucks not having any dough, being as Poe. A hoe. I'm taking some big licks, but at least my heart still ticks. No, I ain't got no bread, but at least I ain't dead. The clock may be ticking, but at least I'm still kicking. Well, it just goes to show there's worse than being Poe. Poe, Poe, Poe po is a hoe. Poe, Poe, Poe is a hoe. Chicka, chicka, uh. Oh, very nice. <laughs> Folks, you got to get the very book to get nice. you got to get the book to get the rest of the song. This is definitely a best of show. <laughs> it is. For those of you oh Well done, Pat. That brought back oh some good God. memories. Thank you, Benny, for that because the actual poet was on the show with us. That was her rap in the last part of that. Mm -hmm. Right? If you remember. Yeah, and I feel terrible um, not remembering who it was. Um I, we could do I'm some probably deep gonna dive be in able there, to but... look it up. Yeah. I, I mean, I really will. Well, what was but great though, is... let me interrupt real fast. What was great is we we started reading things out and then i was like at a break we're like oh i should throw some instrumental down yes. and you should try to rap over it because you were like i'm that's a big rapper did. it's what i do so then you went like <laughs> freestyle on it and then we created that and so it was pretty impressive and it was i mean honestly this is for me and i just want to say this to everyone um what i'm loving about where i am personally and where i'm going to go is so, so people are saying to me, Benny, look, dude, you're going to regress back to that? Yes, I absolutely am. Because one of the things I love is that this is a time to be authentic, to be yourself. And when you listen to some of those early, early shows, and as a matter of fact, Benny, one of the things that I'm going to ask the producers to do is really create a throwback show where some of this is created. But you know, and I know how many people, like I got this other clip of Wayne Dyer, right? How many people have we had on here? I, I mean, I even have a clip of Yoko Ono. So people say to me, what was the, what, is there any interview that you've done, Pat, that you thought you'd never be able to do? And it was the interview with Yoko Ono. I never thought in a million years that I'd be able to speak with her. Now, this was a bunch of years back. Um, I had just come I just met her in New York. She was, she had shown her art, um, the cross of nails. And I, I, I was, it was such a special moment for me. And, you know, and people have asked me, who do I think is one of the, the most misunderstood women that have lived? Now I have a lot of people. Um, and so I had to cut back that question. I said, let me just keep it of our time. And where I went to with that was Yoko Ono. And I said, look, whatever you think about her, put it aside and think about her message. Because when you hear her speak about forgiveness and you hear her speak about love, maybe it is a bunch of years after John Lennon, right? Of course it was, right, Benny? But when you hear this, 
and you and I think about myself, I think about how what would happen if I was her? What would happen if I was this woman that everybody in the world blamed for breaking up the Beatles, right? Like uh, doing that uh, for turning John Lennon against I mean, everything from that to his death fell on her shoulders. And I started to think about this a little bit and a little bit more. And when I had the opportunity to actually have a conversation with her, I, d I don't know what to say to people about that. I mean, for me, it was surreal. And I'm going to make sure I give Benny the clip because I'm hoping we can play it. And out of all the people that I could share with you today, it is the one interview that I never thought I would do. And I, I, I've not felt that way about other things. I knew in my heart. I get to talk to people like Olivia Newton-John and other people, Congress people. Um, I, I knew, I knew in my heart. But this was one thing that I thought to myself for a moment. I, she's out of my reach. And why would she want to talk to me on a show that's cross-busting, right? Because we have to put it in perspective, don't we, Be? I mean, this is cross-busting. <laughs> This is cross busting your way to an awesome life show, right? So this is the show where you're going to bring a yoga, you're going to bring Yoko Ono on, and you're going to be like talking about crust. But how did I get past that? So here's what I learned early on with this interview, and and this is really was pivotal for me, and one of the things that that kept me moving forward is that anytime you have any instance of doubt. You heard me talk about this with Vincent the other day. I mean, I think everybody's got their Achilles heel. I know what mine is. And I know how it's haunted me most of my life. But once you get a sense that you live in the world of what we call miracles, what the universe would call everyday life, you can manifest anything you want in your life. So when you're living in that place and you're having a sense of yourself, then what happens is you get to do amazing things. And so I'm going to do this. I'm going to really come in here and I'm going to, I'm going to have, I'm going to give this to Benny and we're going to take a, can we take a really, really short break, Benny, and come back with this? Sure. Okay. This is the interview. Is it the most provocative and thought provoking? Is, is it that it's not? But what it meant to me was it helped me at that point in time bust through my own crust because I, I thought, what would I ask her? And, and as I lived my life further on, I realized compassion and empathy are so important in the world we live in. You know, when we get these callers in on the Psychic and the Doc show on Thursday, we had a caller last night, Benny, on the show, who says, I'm calling back in because I couldn't talk about what was going on in my life personally, but I'm calling back in. You have a responsibility as a radio host when you do a show. And that is a responsibility to all of you that have done my best to uphold and keep. I have to tell you, it, it, it's been a learning journey for me. It's been something I've had to learn and something I continue to work on. But this particular Earl interview that actually happened in 04, Benny, this is a 04, that one. This particular interview gave me a message from the universe that I'm not to quit what I'm doing. And by the way, you all, I just want to tell you about what happened here in this interview. This interview came at the point in time where I came down with the mystery disease. As a matter of fact, I believe it came nine days after my diagnosis in April of 04. And I asked myself over and over again, how was it that it came to me then? What was the message in this for me? And that combined with what I shared about Benny, what I shared about Tacey Trump, and what I shared about all of you, it gave me enough courage to keep going 
and I considered seriously stopping the show May of 04. Benny, let's take a short break. Let's come back with Yoko Ono. Power up with Dr. Pat at a new time. The Dr. Pat Show is still bringing you talk radio to thrive by now at a new time. Listen and watch live on KKNW and the Transformation Network Mondays and Wednesdays at 7 a.m. Pacific time, beginning Monday, August 28th. Stay tuned for new perspectives, powerful conversations, and epic transformation. For more information on how and where to find Dr. Pat and the rest of the Transformation Network hosts, visit thedrpatshow.com. You're driven, and it totally shows. Your career is taking off. You're killing it in the mom game. But did your health needs make it on the plate this week? Tune in to Boss Up Babes, where Carissa Adkins helps babes show up, boss up, and thrive. Every Tuesday at 12.30 p.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Become the boss babe you were meant to be. To sign up for one of Carissa's group coaching programs, visit 365dailyhustle.com. Tune into the Dr. Diane Show, where we explore revolutionary expansion of mind, body, and soul every Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. I bring over 20 years of expertise as a mindset warrior, perspective shifter, and unshakable optimist dedicated to helping you reach your wildest dreams in business, health, performance, and relationships. Join the discussion on the show. Learn more about me, Dr. Diane, and receive a free digital copy of my magazine at naturalnutmeg.com. Do you have traits of ADD or ADHD? It can be hard to meet society's expectations of productivity when traditional approaches to time management and organization don't work for your unique brain. You need customized strategies. In the ADHD Self Mastery Podcast with Bonnie Mengku, you get concise, actionable solutions to help you modify your approach and achieve your goals. Learn more about Bonnie at thrivewithadd.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Um, as I said, we're going to play a clip. If you kind of heard me during the break, I was telling Benny that this was a pivotal, pivotal thing for me. Let me tell you why. Yes, it's Yoko Ono, but... That's not important for me to share with you. What was important that I asked the universe for a sign. I said, look, I've just been diagnosed with what was a mystery disease in April of 04. And uh, back then, uh, you don't have a lot of insurance. I'm just saying you're in a place where you're independent. You are on your life's path. You're buying airtime. It costs to do a show like Crust Busting. But everything about it feels right. And then on April 1st, literally doing a workshop on living your greatest dream. By the end of the workshop, my body started to break down from my right foot all the way up. I did not share this with the audience. I did not take you on my journey in that way. But I asked the universe for a sign. God, universe, show me, should I continue this? You know, how do I continue on this path? Now, mind you, I'm only six months into this, right? Do I, continue, do I continue on this path? Because it would have been the time to walk away. When you're six months into something, pretty much you could disappear. Nobody will notice you gone. And then this interview came up. It was one of the most unlikely interviews. Thank you, Casey Trump. Thank you, Jeff Spinard. They knew that I had done a short clip on what it would be like to be Yoko Ono. And this interview came up. Now, it's going gonna, it's gonna to end abruptly, and I'm going to tell you why. <laughs> she was only supposed to talk to me, Betty, for like three minutes. That's all they gave her permission to do. And... That interview went on for, I think, a little bit longer. And then the producer, who is not on the clip, jumps in and says, Yoko, we have to stop. Now, I can't even imagine what kind of ego does that. But it didn't matter. What you're about to hear was so transformative for me. It turned my direction around. And not only did I continue on KKNW, I bought extra time. Benny, let's play the clip. 
Hi, Yoko. Hi, I hope we. Uh, I hope we don't wait another 20 years to meet again. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we're meeting now, aren't we? <laughs> we're, we're totally in the present. Uh, thank you yeah, so yeah. much for pointing that out. And let me say right now, I am so grateful for all that you've done and all that you are from the deepest part of my heart and from my listeners. I wanted to let you know that oh, you're thank absolutely you so much. right. But, you know, we're sisters. Yep. I mean, the fact that you're there is really important, too. You know, as I said about the head count, you know. We have to all be here together, mm-hmm. and what we are is good enough in a way, you know, I mean, and, and what we're doing. Uh, instead of thinking, oh, I'm not doing enough, I, well, I think that all the time, but, uh, <laughs> you know, we can, we can just do what we can do, that's all, you know. You know, I love, I love what you've said. I, there's a quote that I don't even remember the year, but I remember you were talking about true, true freedom, true freedom being the freedom of the spirit. Yeah, and uh, getting rid of negative thinking. And, of course, that's what my show is about. It's helping people remove the negative thoughts, which I call crust, of course. And oh, wow, that's great. It's Yeah, crust-busting. And it's, it's a pledge for each of us to move to that place of the present in absolute love and forgiveness. And let me ask you this question as we move into this election uh, and we, we gather people to come together in the spirit of love. What would you say to the people that are holding anger in their soul? Well, you know, by holding anger, they're just uh, being very unfair to themselves first because uh, by holding anger, it's not very good for their health. Mm. Uh, But also that by doing that, uh, they're sort of pulling our legs in a way, you know, that we Mm. can't move forward. And we just have to dispense all anger and just say, hey, you have to do it. And, you know, the reason why they're holding anger is because one of the reasons because they think, okay, I can't do it, you know. It's, it's like saying, well, uh, I'm not going to be able to um, <clears throat> change the world, which is not true. We're going to do it. And, you know, we have to visualize. It's like a domino effect, you know. You know what a domino is like. Oh, yeah. You have all these dominoes that go lined up, and then you just push one domino lightly, and it goes, very quickly, you know that one. Yes. And visualize that. That's how we're going to get world peace and a better world that everybody will be having freedom and joy. Well, you know, thank you so much for talking about that. Also, I love, you know, what you've just talked about in terms of your art and about our mothers. And, you know, so often we don't honor the elders, especially the elder women in our no. world. Um, and I, I, I want to just thank you for that and for letting us all know that shame has no place in this lifetime. No, no. And, you know, the thing is we have to first start loving our bodies, you know. It's beautiful. I mean, what a beautiful thing. It's like a complex, very complex computer, but with emotion, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's really saving the world in a way, so we should be proud of that. Saving the world, but wait, wait, wait a second. The human race was created by our bodies, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, the whole human race came out of my women's body. So what are we talking about, you know? Yeah. You know, I wanted to just ask one thing, and it's about forgiveness, because I also remember you saying if you don't forgive, you're not forgiven either. Mm. What role That's does... A- yeah, you know, what role does forgiveness play in this upcoming well, election see, and peace? I have world? to tell you my experience. I mean, I had a kind of a, a difficult side to myself, you know, and being an artist and all that, you know, saying, oh, that guy is just painting clowns on black velvet. Oh, dear, you know. Mm. And then after 9 11, I realized that it's so beautiful that he's painting a clown on a black velvet. Instead of killing people, instead of going and murdering, you know, or torturing people. And it's beautiful. So we have to allow each other to be doing something that we love, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's great. It if we can great. just hug each other for it. I love that. You mm-hmm. know, um, I wanted to, you know, just ask you uh, this this particular question. In this last election, women that were on their own constituted the largest group of people that did not vote. Uh, If they had voted in the state of Florida, uh, Al Gore would have won that election by 250,000. Oh, my God. What would you say to encourage women? You know, vaginas vote. We all vote. And what would you say say to women that are sitting there and saying, my vote does not count? Well, you know, 
it's not just the women, just women. Uh, my son's generation, they'll be becoming very cynical and saying, oh, yeah, you know, it doesn't make any difference or something like that. And then, you know, uh, young boys too, you know. And I'm thinking, what is this negativity? Mm. And with women, I think uh, there's another reason for it because, you know, they're so busy at home taking care of kids and doing like 20 different things rather than, uh, a guy just goes uh, to work or something, you know, uh, in a working place, and it's very easy to walk from the w- working place to just go, you know, go and vote. Oh, oh. That's like a sexism itself, isn't it? I'm sorry. Well, I mean, <laughs> women are working too, but you know, basically, I went to every country, well, almost every country in the world, and they always say, "Please come to when I go," and they say, and even in Russia, they said, you know, we work uh, in in a working place too. But when I when we go home, uh, the men uh, expect us to cook and feed the kids and and you know and basically bring the kids uh, up, you know. And so we have to do doubles. Wow! Thank you, Benny. Uh, uh, thank you all. And as you can tell, that was my interview with Yoko Ono. So- that was in 2004, right? Um, and what I want to say about it, you could have if she did not mention. Right, Benny, if she didn't mention, Lydia too, if she did not mention Al Gore, you could have been thinking it could have been any recent election, right? And her message was profound. But the thing I loved about this, and I shared this out of, listen, 20 years, let me tell you how many interviews I've done in 20 years. I don't count them. Somebody here is counting them. It's a lot. But if you did the math and started with 2004, and you think about the fact that I did 10 hours a week, let's just guess that it's 10 hours a week from 2004 to today. Those are a lot of conversations. And there's not a single one that I've ever had that I wasn't as interested or more interested than the one I had the week before. There wasn't a caller that ever called into the show that I didn't completely enjoy and love. Even the controversial ones. Those actually really kept me on my toes. But these clips today are just a few. And I had to really think about in the last show at this time spot, what did I want to leave you all with today? The first thing is I've learned through crust busting and other things that challenges and obstacles are really, they're really setups. They're not setbacks. They are setups for the next great thing in your life. They are the things that build the muscles in the areas you need them at the time for that next great thing you want to do. See, I've come to know and believe, and this interview with, with Yoko Ono-Benny was so pivotal for me, and nobody really knew how pivotal it was. You know, I didn't really talk about it. It was a very internal process for me. And I asked for a sign. I asked for, is this a pathway in my life? Is this my life journey? Is this what I'm supposed to do? Please give me a sign. Two things happen. And I asked for it almost, really, I'm telling you, I was dropping down on my knees March of 2004. And I was asking, because here's why. Here I was, a graduate of Claremont University. I had finished my doctorate. I had won awards for my dissertation on a topic that had never been studied before, broken promises between two people. I studied it for 10 years. I did the, I did the doctoral thing. I did the postdoctoral research, and I, I can't thank the union at Boeing enough for allowing me to come in and finish that research. I can't thank those people enough. Uh, why did I ask them? I come from a union family. My uncle was on the show. He talked about working in the union. All of us had to get a union card right out of the gate. So there was that. And then I continued postdoctoral work. I continued to do some consulting on it until about 2002, going into 2003. And then I was floundering. I was depressed. I was in despair. Everything on paper for me said, go get a big fat consulting job, go out all those places you applied to. I think I applied to like Landa Lakes for some exact, I, I, there was a lot. And 
I could have had my pick of any of those jobs at a very big fat salary, like maybe one of the big consulting firms, right? Because when you study what those consequences of broken promises are, especially for organizations, and they show that whether it is an implicit or explicit broken promise, your contract is breaking, it's a psychological thing. It doesn't matter. Things that are affected, and this is what we're going on now. Danielle Silverman is really going to take the ball on this, but this is what's going on now. What happens when it happens, and it doesn't matter if it's a COVID deal or not, but when it happens between two people, it's devastating. It's devastating in relationships, and is there a pattern of it? You lose trust. You lose so many things. But I had done so much work on it. I mean, imagine 1,200 pages of interview notes, which I still have. I've been encouraged to write a book about this. I don't know if I will. 1,200 pages of people that talked about betrayal and hurt. So for me at this point in time, dialing that wrong phone number and getting Casey Trump and pulling out a credit card in September of 2003 changed my life. But six months into this, my friends, not Linda, the people around me, the relationship I was in, everybody looked at me and said, what are you doing? You are pulling out a credit card and you are buying airtime and you are turning down really big jobs. You're not making money. You're using your safe. I mean, this was the dialogue. Uh, this, this is like your coaching you get, right? And I started to consider walking away from a dream. And here's my message to all of you. You will be tested. You will be tested. You will be asked by people that are going to show up. And you will be tested. And two things happened to me. That interview happened. But before that interview, and here's what I want to say about the healing journey we went on. To. April 1st in 2004. That mystery disease put me in a place. And yes, I'm using the word disease because I don't really know how else to talk about it. But that mystery disease put me in a place where there was no job that I could possibly do. Now, you all watching me or you all hearing me, every show you ever listened to, you did not know anything about this because I didn't know about it. But those two things that happened almost simultaneously, the signs that I asked for, that particular thing, I was so strongly going to walk away from this, that God, the universe knew that the only way that I would not is to put me in a situation where I couldn't go to those jobs. And I look back and I'm forever grateful because my healing journey and what I went on and, and that interview with Yoko Ono happened perfectly at a perfect time to me to help me understand what was in my heart and to help me understand how important all of you have been to me for almost 20 years. And I'm not going away. The show is not going away. And certainly Transformation Talk Radio and the Transformation Network are not going away. Neither is Benny, neither is KKNW. We're not going away. We are going to evolve and we are going to grow so we can be better for you. That's what I love about this. But when you get a sign, you can either look at it as your despair, or you could look at it as your destiny. I changed the direction of the show. Benny knows. We started to bring on naturopaths. We started to bring on healers. We started to bring on people that could help with thought, thought-provoking. We were one of the key shows to bring What the Believe to Seattle. See, I didn't know any about, I didn't know any, I'm not Rob and I'm not Brenda of Conscious Talk. I was not them then and I am not them now. They knew, they knew Conscious Talk had to be a thing. I had to grow into knowing it and my disease and my journey and understanding and then becoming an advocate to stage four chronic Lyme disease for people dying, that became a thing. To be an advocate for ALS, to be an advocate for MS, to be a, an advocate for any of the S's, anything that went on, including autism and discovering my own learning disabilities along the way, 
you know, having an explanation for myself on why I tap and why I do strange things. See, this is it. That's why my book is going to be called From Despair to Destiny. Finally, I can write that. And I couldn't have done it without any of you. I could not have done it. When we play some of those throwback shows and you hear all of y'all call in and Susie, I'm telling you, Susie Hutchins has been with us from day one. I look forward to hearing from her, her emails, and she sends me cards in the mail. She and others are helping me and the network and all of our producers here, including Benny, including Eric Crema, all everybody to do a better job for all of you. So we are not going away. We're going ahead. We're not stepping back. We're stepping forward. We're not going to we're not going to look at obstacles and challenges as defeat. They are really our destiny. We know you need us now more than ever. Not just me, but all the amazing hosts, the co-hosts, the many years with Mary Jane Mack, who I called this morning. All of these things are going to be put in front of you in the way that you've been asking us for for 20 years. And Benny, I, I need to thank you personally, because if it had not been for you, I would have quit. Well, I can't let you do that. And you still can't. No, you you know you can't. I got the hook so you on you. I got the hook. Changing- you better not be changing your shift without telling me. <laughs> no, I don't think so. That happened tw- I, tr- 20 years ago. We tried to do that, and you said, nope. Yeah. And by the way, let me apologize for Yoga Owner's last comment about the men there. Okay. You got to remember that was 2004, okay? That certainly wasn't a reflection of you, a great dad. <laughs> I know. I know. Benny, thank you so much. You're Lydia, welcome. thank you so much. Um, all of you, Monday, 7 a.m. on TransformationTalkRadio.com and right here with Benny, right? Yes, ma'am. Yeah. I'm, I, am I going to wear my pajamas for that show? You could be still doing that now. <laughs> and again, Eric Crema, John Schwartz, the people that have been instrumental. Casey Trump, I love you. I will always love you. Linda, my producer. Jessica, all the producers here. The people that have helped me rise up. Even the, even the Michael Shanes that came into the studio and literally brought up jam stones and spoons. All of y'all, we love you. I believe that's we'll called apportation, by the way. Apportation. There we go. That way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There were two things that got Benny and I to really, that's th- three things. <laughs> I don't regret the fire drills in the middle of my show. We still have I don't them. miss I can them. Have them. I will never miss <laughs> them. I can have Nathan run out and do them. one right now if you want. Yeah. Okay. I also, I, I don't, I will never miss the silence from a guest on a phone who's taking three minutes to think about an answer and the yellow light goes off in the other room. And then I will miss the Michael Shanes. I will miss that in-studio apportation of gemstones and other things. Benny, I think I'll bring the gemstones I have from him on Monday. What do you think? Do it. All right. Thank you all for tuning us in, turning us time. We'll see you next week.